So what I told you is true from a certain point of view. Hello hey, there. <laughs> you can't keep doing this to me. I will do it sometimes. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to A Certain Point of View. I am Michael. I am Ben. And this is a Star Wars podcast. We will be diving into all things Star Wars. Ben, how are you today? I am doing good. I've been moving all weekend, so I'm a little tired, but it's been great. Yeah, Ben just moved into his apartment over the weekend, and uh, I must say, it's pretty great. It's a great great. spot, yeah. Yeah, so, um, y'all, we are, what is it now, three, no, four days away. Oh my gosh, is it only four? (laughs) Four days away from the Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) I am... Just so excited for this. Now, um, today we are going to be doing a little bit of a different episode. So far we have covered episodes of The Mandalorian pretty much exclusively um, so far. But this is our first episode that will branch away from that. We have to do an episode on just (laughs) what we're expecting, our feelings on The Rise of Skywalker. Really, we can talk about the sequel trilogy as a whole, I Mm -hmm. think, in this episode. Let's just... This is going to be a pretty broad episode just on our feelings of how Star Wars is right now. Expectations, even theories. I think Ben has some theories. I think that he wants to probably get off his chest. (laughs) Um... And then, yeah, just all this kind of uh, all these kind of things for Rise of Skywalker week. It's a big deal, and we can't not have an episode on it. <laughs> so, does that sound good to you, Ben? It sounds great. <laughs> First theory I want to talk about: Poe is a solo. I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> oh God, this has gone off the rails very quickly. <laughs> Poe doesn't get enough theorizing, right? I don't disagree with that. I'm with you. <laughs> Why is he important to the story? Yeah, um, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I, that, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Let's go with that. I actually do think he's important, but never mind. Um, yeah, I can't wait for this conversation. <laughs> We're just going to have all sorts yeah. of fun fun talks. Yeah. So, little thing to just kind of ease into the conversation. Mm-hmm. My wife and I had a couple of friends over last night to watch The Force Awakens. Mm. Um, and man, you know what? That movie is magical. What a blast. Okay. I, I do have a few problems with it. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell y'all what they are just really quickly. Cause I don't want to spend too much time on the force awakens, but I just God, that first, like, I don't know, 30 minutes of it. It's just some of my favorite star Wars ever is in that first 30 minutes of it. When, when you are. Uh, when it introduces you to Poe on that planet, um, and then Kylo comes down with the stormtroopers, mm-hmm. all that he stops the he stops the blaster. Oh my gosh! In the midair, in the when oh. I saw that in theaters. Okay, so this was I remember watching the Force Awakens in theaters because whenever I mean I remember whenever I saw the first trailer for it, and I literally cried when I saw the trailer because I was like I'm gonna get to see. Star Wars again in theaters like I haven't like I the last time I remembered watching Star Wars I remember watching episodes two and three in theaters I think I saw maybe one in theaters but I don't remember I did. it I saw one in theaters I probably did I just don't remember it I, I remember watching one a lot growing up yeah. um but 
whenever I, Ben, I think our whole family went to that. Probably. I think you were you were just. Younger. I was yeah. I was like six years old yeah. when it came out. So five. I, it, you were five. <laughs> I can't count, guys. <laughs> yeah, five. <laughs> so yeah, even younger. Yeah. Um, but I remember. Um, I remember going and like watching that trailer, like a bill, like the trailer for Force Awakens, a billion times before I went to see it the night of. And when I was sitting there, so I got the wrong tickets. My mom had bought um, yeah. the tickets for my birthday. And I had gotten, like, a bunch of seats so I could bring a bunch of friends. And she thought that she got us the back row because it was, like, a really good spot or whatever. At least considering what was available. Right. But she got us the front row <laughs> on accident. That's and so mom. It was like, I was like, <laughs> I can't believe this like i wasn't mad at her i was just like how did this happen because i was with her like i thought it was the back two i don't know how it happened it even says like screen where anyways how did so you do that I, I to this day have no idea how that <laughs> happened but i remember we got there and whenever i saw it i was like i'm sitting on the stairs i don't care i'm going and sitting on the stairs and i sat on the stairs for the whole movie with a few friends and whenever it started and the I literally like tears just started falling out of my face. I was like, it's happening. And the like that blaster bolt and like the stormtroopers first off, the the stormtroopers running out of the of the ship. There is a magic about that moment because you're like, oh man, it's so practical again. Mm -hmm. Like it it felt real. Like I've never I haven't seen it so visceral. Yeah. And then like when he stopped the blaster bolt was a moment where I was just like, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in for whatever this is. Like, <laughs> and then later in that scene when Kylo walks away, oh, yeah. and then the and then the blast, he just lets it go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, and then the whole stuff on all the the whole scene on Jakku. Yeah. You know, with Ray. with Ray, her yeah. introduction, and then the Falcon. Yeah. Uh, that that one's garbage. <laughs> the garbage will do. Yes. I love all that, and then you got the Chewie, we're home, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Okay, I will say. The Chewie, we're home. Is great, and then after that, that whole Rathtar sequence uh-huh. doesn't need to be there. I don't need. I don't really like it. Tell that, that to Kanji Club. <laughs> yes, nailed it. I've been waiting for that years to use that <laughs> in a conversation. Kanji Club. I don't. I. I didn't. That part of the movie. In fact, I. I last night I was like, oh, perfect spot for me to get up and use the restroom. <laughs> so I got up and went to the bathroom. Uh, so I just fit that part for some reason. It just takes me out. It's not. It's not that good. It's kind of like not the same movie. And yeah. then after that part, it feels like the same movie again. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. I. I can't describe why. It just feels like an unnecessary action sequence that has nothing to do with the rest of the. It's kind of, I think the whole point of it was to kind of give you an idea and like help you see that like Han's still kind of a scoundrel and like still kind of <laughs> cheating people out of yeah. their money and stuff I can like see that. that but, yeah. but it was like, I, I liked it. I thought it was really fun. But yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite sequence yeah. of the movie. I can see why. So here's what my biggest gripe with the movie is. And then we'll just start gushing about it again because I love it. I really do love that movie so much. It's in the top tier of yeah. my Star Wars movies. But uh, I just wish that they had built the world a little bit better as far as, like, how – what's the First Order? Yep. Like, what is the Republic? Like – The Resistance. 
what that what the republic yeah. did you don't remember it exactly. but it the was new a republic, thing, yeah. the new republic it was in there and then it got destroyed like you didn't see it at all right. until it got destroyed and so to me it was just like what was the first order how did it rise to power shouldn't the first order be lesser in like shouldn't the new republic be more like yeah. it felt like the new republic was kind of under it was almost like the empire again. Yeah. But it, it wasn't. The first order at that point should have been the lower ranked right. thing. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I just felt like they didn't build that up. I have no idea. To this day, we are three movies. We're about to watch the third movie of this trilogy. I don't know what the first order is. Yeah. <laughs> I care about Kylo. I care about like the whole story with him. I care about Rey. I care about our characters. I don't the first order. I would be happy if they didn't even mention it in this whole movie. Yeah. It's like not important to me. Yeah. Like what is it? <laughs> yeah. So that's my that's my probably my biggest thing I walked away from that movie. I wish they would have built the universe a little bit better. Yeah. Maybe spent a little less time w- with the nostalgia, just a little less time with the nostalgia. Give us like a 5-minute conversation about the state of things and how they came to be. Yeah, and then just go on. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's all I want. <laughs> yeah, I would have, I would have loved that too. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of sad. But I think that you talking about this is making me realize that I was like, oh crap, what is the first order? Yep. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, because exactly. I think that my brain immediately went to like, oh, they kind of just continued what the empire uh, was doing or whatever, and then, and then like, but now that I think, I'm like, wait, the empire was destroyed. Yeah, like what happened, like. And I think that my own, like, brain just making up stuff. I haven't read any, like, by the way, they could have explained the stuff in novels and stuff. And you I shouldn't have to. It, exactly. I know. Shouldn't I know. have to. But I'm just saying, like. You got people if, like me that just want to watch the movies. Yeah. So, like, we're both people that, like, <laughs> like, I'm starting to read the books and everything. But, like, somebody who's watched the movies, I don't know what yeah. the First Order is. And they may have explained that in books and all yeah. that. But, like, from what I've, like, just piecing together in my head i would imagine that it was kind of started out of more so out of like well okay so talking about rise of skywalker emperor's still around what (laughs) sorry yeah leave if you don't want to talk about spoilers okay first trailer (laughs) okay let's 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 say this real quick i actually know a couple of people who haven't seen any even the first of the trailers our friend seth has not seen seth flood you're out there i I hear you he has not seen any of the trailers so i hope you didn't just spoil that for him and he's listening oh my god (laughs) i'll cut that i don't know how no so he 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 just he decided not to people have decided to not watch any of the marketing for this movie and so for any of you who are like that what about posters and stuff how do you do that like, how do you interact with the world without seeing anything? Yeah, you just have to be intentional about it. You that can do blows it. blows my mind. Yeah, I know. It's pretty crazy. I mean, like, I know I know that there's, like... I mean, I know about, like, avoiding spoilers and, like, you can mute things on Twitter and stuff. But, like, I don't know... Like, I mean, his face is plastered on one of the main posters for the movie. Yeah, but if you're not on social media all that much, you might not see it. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Okay, yeah. you got to remember, we are, and I say we're in a bubble. I'm not, I'm, we're not in the media yeah. by any means, but 
we follow the media like we're in it. <laughs> right. We follow it a whole lot. And so uh, people like us, it, it sounds impossible. Like how could we ever not find out that? But to the average person, that's what these TV spots are for. Right. These TV spots that are playing during football games and stuff like that, that's for those people. And like the, <laughs> there's some people that I've heard, I've heard some of my friends be like, yeah, my mom was like, Oh, there's a new Star Wars movie coming out? Like, they they don't have know. no idea. Yeah. And so, it's totally possible. Now, yeah. people our age, it it is, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I really don't know how they do it. But they do. Sometimes yeah. they do. If you're intentional about it, and some people with, with movies like this, mm-hmm. they are crazy about not getting spoilers. So, that said, if you don't want any spoilers whatsoever. Why are you listening to this? Yeah. Well, <laughs> stop listening, and then... Uh, We'll uh, tell you when to start listening again. <laughs> that doesn't work, Michael. <laughs> Maybe we'll timestamp it. Well, <laughs> sure. <laughs> we can do that. But, I mean, the episode's probably called something about Rise of Skywalker, right? If yeah. You're, if you're avoiding Rise of Skywalker spoilers, you're not going to listen to this episode. It's true. Um. Anyways. We just spent way too much time talking about n- nothing. There um, are going to be spoilers in this episode. So there will be. The Emperor <laughs> is in <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Right. And... With that comes his whole, like, you know, he's like, okay, can we talk about that new trailer for just a second? Please. Okay. Please. So this this ties into it. So he said, uh, you heard in that new trailer, so Kylo goes to, like, meet the Emperor, basically, and you hear him say, I have been every voice you've ever heard mm. in your head. And it splits up those dialogue lines between three different voices. His yeah. own, Snoke's, and Vader's. Which means Emperor Palpatine, the through line of this entire series. So I think the Emperor, through Snoke, you know, through whatever means, Kylo, all this stuff, kind of created the First Order in some way, shape, or form using his, you know, manipulation of... Like, using the Force and, like, talking to Kylo, like, manipulating Snoke, or however that works. We still don't know what that all is going to look like. But the Emperor's behind it all. Like, that's just the facts. Mm -hmm. So, we may not know everything about, um, you know, the First Order right now. And we may not be supposed to know everything about the First Order. And I know that might be a cop-out answer, but these movies have always been supposed to be viewed as the whole trilogy. Like, like it, like each movie, whenever you view it in the context of the whole trilogy, is better. Like, Star, Star Wars Episode One on its own would be bad, <laughs> probably. You know, like if it if you had not if you didn't have the second movie and the third movie, you wouldn't understand why they're just <laughs> telling the story about this stupid kid. You know, like <laughs> if you didn't have those are funny films to use as an example. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I like the prequels. I know. Okay? <laughs> I know. Those are the ones I grew up with. I um, like them more than I used to. Yeah. But, okay, fine. Episode four, five, and six. Yeah. Okay. A- Empire Strikes Back yeah. wouldn't be as good without. Return of the Jedi. And without. And without. A New four. Hope. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, totally. like, and especially A New Hope wouldn't be as good without the other two movies. Sure. Like, I think that. I mean, you know. That might make some people angry. I love every movie individually. I'm just saying that these movies have always been 
telling a story that's part of something bigger. And I think that these, the new movies, uh, there's a reason I have some grace with them. Now, that's one reason I'm a little afraid going into The Rise of Skywalker, because I'm like, I've been fighting for y'all. You better do something. <laughs> because I've been putting my neck on the line for you. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Last Jedi, okay? <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've stuck my neck out for you. But, like, if this movie, like, it's it's got to tie some stuff up. I'm not expecting to be fully satisfied. I'm just not. Like, because I know that if I do that I'm going to be disappointed. But I think that this movie's going to help tie a lot of things that, like, we're going to get some answers we've been waiting for since Force Awakens. We're going to get some answers for things since maybe even Episode 4. You know, like, I think there's going to be some really cool stuff in this movie, and I think that we may learn more about First Order and stuff. Sorry, I know that was a long tangent. No, it was great. I like it. So, I'm with you. I So, you said something about your kind of... Like, you're super excited, but you're also, like, a little afraid. <laughs> going For myself, movie. People are like, I told you this series sucked. And I'm like, no. I loved it. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that, yeah. I have to say. Because you and I have both been, you so more than me, but you and I have both been defenders of The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, the first opening night, opening night, I adored it. Yeah. I loved it so much and i don't know if it was you know that that thing where you watch a movie and you either love it more Mm -hmm. or you have to convince yourself why you liked it the why you like it more (laughs) i'd finally I started to do that with The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. From the second time on, I went to see it again in theaters, and I was kind of sad because I didn't like it more. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it a little less um, than than I did the first time. And and from there, it's kind of been this. I've watched that movie a lot. <laughs> I've watched it several times because I do enjoy it. I think it's a good movie. Um, I would not call it a bad movie at all. Yeah. But it has fallen kind of to the bottom tier that doesn't mean that i dislike it it's, right. ju- it's star wars so the bottom tier it's still good it's still good so yeah. i still love it in, yep. in ways <laughs> but i i have found that i had to convince myself every time i watched it i had to like convince myself that i that i really love it yeah and then at some point i was like Okay, if I have to do that, then I don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't love it as much as I thought I did and wanted to, mm-hmm. but I am still a defender of that movie. Yes. Because I think that – let's just kind of go into a little tangent here. We have a fandom issue. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and I know this has been talked about a whole lot, but I I think that – um, something you'll find Ben and I will kind of do a lot is sometimes we might seem really overly positive. Although I feel like I have been a little more negative lately. Um, but you will find that either way, we're going to be balanced. I want to like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I don't want to dislike anything about Star Wars. And I have found that a lot of Star Wars fans seem to have like this thing where they want something to fail, where they want the Rise of Skywalker to fail 
because they're like, Disney has ruined Star Wars and Ryan Johnson ruined my childhood and I'm offended by Ryan Johnson's movie and I like all all this stuff like that. They want this Ugh, Star Wars movie yeah. to fail because of episode eight yeah. and how divisive it was. And for me it's like, okay, you don't like episode eight? That's fine. Yeah. I don't like some things. I uh, episode two is it's the one Star Wars movie that I can say no, that's just bad. <laughs> like, it, like I can find things to love about episode one and episode three. But yeah. episode two, I tried to watch it twice in a row and could not make it through. I fell asleep. Yeah. And so, so I dislike it. Yeah. If you like, if you dislike episode eight, that's fine. But that, this is episode nine. Mm-hmm. Don't you want them to end well? And yeah. maybe even... If they end it well, maybe even it'll make episode eight better. Yeah. Like you were saying, it kind of, you have to view them as a trilogy. Right. And like, there are things that you have to kind of take into consideration. Now, yeah, you, like, I'm not expecting episode nine to answer all of the things that people are angry about episode eight with. Like, I think that one of the most common complaints I hear about episode eight, which is wild because it's my, like, my favorite part, one of my favorite parts of the movie, is how they handled Luke. I agree. And, I'm with you on and Luke. And, like, I think Luke's progression in that movie is so natural. I'm like, yes, that's exactly what Luke would be like. Yep. It, one, considering, in fact, he's always been whiny. I don't care what you say. <laughs> yes, he's the hero of the original trilogy. I get that. He is a whiny baby the entire time. I thought that as a kid. I think that <laughs> yeah. now, okay? But, but I wanted to go to the Tashi station to pick up some power converters. Yeah. Like, how he talks to Han and, like, all this stuff. He's always been a kid in those movies and stuff. And, yep. like, people are like, he, they ruined my hero and stuff. And I'm like, no, they didn't. He's He was always like that. He's just an older version that's been through some hard crap. Yeah, he's been through a lot. Like, can you imagine being alone in the in the in like the entire you know galaxy or whatever as a Jedi after you've been trying to you know bring the Jedi Order back and then failing? Well, and not only to failing live with that, well, not with only your own failing, family. Yeah, your own family was the one that turned on that. And, yeah, yeah, that's and you have to live with that yeah. failure of like essentially you were carrying the weight of an entire religion on your shoulders, yeah. and like that's. That's some intense stuff. So, yeah, Luke has some crap to go through, okay? So give him some grace, guys. And he still ended up force-projecting himself to win the battle, so I don't want to hear y'all talking about how he's not good Oh, anymore. my gosh, that was amazing. Anyways, my soapbox. Um, but communication of opinions in the Star Wars fandom has, like... It's just I hate when people talk in extremes. Yeah, like gotta even, do better, you guys. Even even just earlier, like a few seconds. <laughs> Wait, just, did you just say seconds. I hate when people talk in extremes? Yes, <laughs> I did. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Well, <laughs> welcome to the dark side. Okay. <laughs> welcome to the dark side podcast, which in itself is an absolute. But okay, <laughs> I. I um, no, I, I've been seeing a lot of this lately and like even just today I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw somebody I follow said, um, they said, um, that like they're losing interest in the Mandalorian. This episode was bad. They said this episode was bad instead of just simply saying like, I'm okay with criticisms. Having criticisms is fine. I think, but like, there's a better way of saying that you didn't enjoy something because like... Episode 2 of Star Wars, it's my least favorite. 
but I'm not going to say it's just straight up a bad movie because it's some people's favorite. It is, it's just, it's kind of like, what do you enjoy in, a t- in entertainment? Mm-hmm. It's not my taste. I'm not going to say somebody else has bad taste just because they enjoy something more than I do. I truly wish I enjoyed that movie more than I do enjoy it. I never want to not enjoy something. Right. Um, that would just be a weird way to live. <laughs> right. Um, and so, like, for me, I just think that we have to be better about how we are voicing our opinions on things. We can have criticisms. Those are good to have, and they help the, you know, series get better, and they help everything. But you can't use things like, you ruined my childhood. That's not <laughs> constructive criticism. Yeah. That's taking everything as a personal attack. Like... <laughs> I agree. Well, I, I think I'll just slightly disagree with you a little bit. Overall, yeah. I'm with you. I think that it's okay. It We have to be okay when fans say something was bad because mm-hmm. that, in their opinion, is bad. Yeah. They're not saying that's bad for you and that's bad for you. They're saying, in their opinion, it was bad. Mm-hmm. That To them, that was not a good movie. It was a bad movie. Yeah. And on Twitter, you only have a certain amount of characters. <laughs> so You, you, you can know still I, say that you didn't enjoy it in the same amount of characters, though. But like that's to them, that means it's bad. Yeah. Like you like if they're like for me, I just said I just said it. Episode two is bad. And mm-hmm. that's my opinion. That's okay. Yeah. I can still look for good things in it. Mm-hmm. I like certain things about it. Yeah. But I'm not gonna say episode episode two is um is a pile of horse crap that I think should not exist anymore. No, I want it to exist <laughs> because it's canon and because some people love it. Yeah. I don't. I hate. I honestly, I kind of hate it yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Um, but it's it's bad in mm-hmm. my opinion. But that's okay that it's bad in my opinion. The problem is when people say it's bad, but then they make you feel bad for liking it. Right. Like for me, I think it's a bad movie. But good for you for liking it. I I wish I liked it. <laughs> yeah. You know. So that's 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 where we differ a little bit. Yeah. I think like. And I think that we can say something is bad. Yeah. Or we can say something, just like we can say something is great. Yeah. We should be able to say both, but you need to be balanced. You need to, just like the force. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Okay, back. Let's go back. Uh, No, but we need to be balanced. We need to be able to say something is bad without personal attacking personally attacking people who like it. Yes. And I think that's my point. Like, I would agree with you. I think, like... I think, like, okay, so take that into consideration, though. We are on a podcast, and we're using a medium where, one, you can hear tone being conveyed. You can hear, you can use full sentences and explain what your point of view is and everything right after saying it. Whereas, like, on Twitter and stuff, which is where most of this is so bad, is, (laughs) I mean, they That's a good point. It is mostly on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, it's mostly, like, Twitter and Facebook and stuff like this, where, like, people will say this is bad or whatever. And that's when I have an issue because whenever you put something out there just like into the world like that, it's not as much constructive criticism or starting a conversation. It is just saying this is bad. And to people who did enjoy it, that makes them kind of think like, yeah, I mean, they can still just enjoy it and stuff, but it does make them think like, like, oh, so they think that my opinion is stupid. Whenever they say that, like they think that what I enjoy is is trash yeah. and that doesn't make me feel good and that makes me feel sad. Yeah. Um 
And I mean, that may be oversensitive, but I'm just saying like, I'm, I mean, I, that's the kind of stuff I consider. Cause that's how I felt when I read that. I was yeah. like, I was like, that was one of my favorite episodes, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, I'm not saying he's wrong for thinking that it's okay if he thinks it's bad, but maybe when you're communicating it on social media and in text and stuff, whenever tone is not being conveyed, just think about the words you're putting out there. Like, like your like negativity and stuff is a really powerful thing. So maybe say like, I didn't enjoy this one as much. What did y'all think? You know, just stuff like that. I think criticisms are fine and it's okay if we're talking in this medium to be able to say like, this is great. This is bad. But you know, I just think in like social media and everything, we just need to be a little more considerate of how we are posing our, it feels clickbaity. It feels like you're just trying to spark something whenever you throw stuff like that out there. Sometimes me. it does. Sometimes it does. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. So that was more my point. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I will say this to that. I do think as fans, we need to be able to not only like, you know, obviously everything we've already talked about, if you, if you don't like something, if you say it's bad, be respectful about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all that stuff. But let me go to the other side here mm-hmm. and let's talk about the side where people like stuff and they're not necessarily happy when they read, when people don't like things, the thing that they like. Mm-hmm. So like for, look, let's go for instance, the last Jedi, you're on the la- you're on Twitter and you read some, mm-hmm. someone's really negative opinion about the last Jedi and it's like hyper emotional yep. and kind of real like ridiculous yeah. sometimes now you read that i think as i think as fans that like things we need to be better about letting that roll off our back and not letting it affect us so bad right because that gives them more power yeah over us so like i think we need to be better about not letting that sway our opinion yeah and not sway our like, because that can make us kind of... Become what you hate. Become what you hate. And I think that we need to be able to be like, yeah, okay, you don't like it. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I will say, I've seen it I've seen it go the other way where, like, I start... Okay, it's really... It's such a conflicting moment where I see one of those posts where, like, someone quote tweets somebody and it's, like, a really negative, like, horribly worded negative opinion about Last Jedi. And then I start seeing, like... Like, I start reading it and it's, like... It's like, this is not a constructive way to talk about the movie. Um, Ryan Johnson doesn't deserve this kind of talk. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, your opinion is trash and you're a horrible person. For th- and I'm like, oh, oh, baby, no, why? Great point. <laughs> it goes right. It like, it's, yeah. it's like whiplash to him. I was like, no, no, why did you do this? This is the, this is the, uh, this is the same thing. It can get extreme on both sides. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, fandom, let's do better as a whole. Let's just not... Skate better. Let's, let's just <laughs> nice sorry break. Let's just not be extreme, and yeah. let's just like if you don't like something, that's fine. Cool. Respect the people who like it. Yeah. If you like something, cool. It's okay if people don't like it. Yeah. You know what I mean. But like, if I really hope that let's go. But let's go into the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So with this movie, I am because of that. <laughs> And we and you have both been defending The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I am terrified. Terrified. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm yeah. super excited, especially after that last trailer. Yeah. Um, y'all, if you haven't seen, if you have not seen the Kylo Talks to Palpatine trailer, 
Yeah. Go watch it. Okay, yeah. I'm going to say right now that, like, I'm a person who's all about no spoilers. But to me, and, like, I think that I, I think this was maybe when I think I saw, like, John Campia talk about this or something. Yeah. This should have been one of the first pieces of yes. marketing material we saw. Yes. Because this movie has, like, like one of the th- reasons people have, like, they're timid about this movie or they're not excited for it is because they're, like, like they're, they feel like this trilogy has had no direction. Yeah. Where this trailer... And I would agree with that. I, I, so far. As a defender of this new trilogy... I will say that's one of my biggest criticisms is yep. that I felt like it has. I was holding my hand up as if I was like pledging allegiance to something. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I solemnly swear. <laughs> Y'all, he's really into this thing. <laughs> I. Um, that's like one of my biggest criticisms as well yeah. is that I felt like this trilogy needed. It's like, okay. Why are these characters important? We're yeah. talking about the Skywalker saga. What is this all going to, you know? And this trailer starts with, like, you see Kylo, who, yes, he's, like, the best character that we've gotten in this new trilogy, in my opinion. Um, I agree. And, I and like, he's walking through these icy caverns and everything, and then you hear the Emperor's voice say, I have been every voice you've heard in your head. And that line gives you so much, like, everything in my mind starts going crazy where I'm like, yep, he's the voice that's been talking to Kylo since episode seven when he's talking to Vader. And, like, he, like... Which makes it make sense. I was just talking to oh my, my wife about this earlier. Yeah. She was asking me last night because she hadn't seen the trailer. Yeah. And she we were watching Force Awakens and she was like, wait, does he not know that Vader, like, turned at the end of his life? And yeah. saved Luke, like, does he? Not, th- how that doesn't make sense that Vader would be talking to Kylo, trying to get him to finish what he started because he turned. Yeah, and so I was sitting there watching her talk, and I was like, maybe it does maybe. make sense. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I need to show you a trailer. <laughs> yeah, and and then we watched the trailer earlier, and I was able to like we yeah. were able to talk that out. I think that makes that make so much sense. Yeah. And it also gives a little bit more to Snoke, which was desperately needed. Yes. In my opinion. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I I liked, actually, how they handled his character in Episode 8. Especially since we're getting um, the Emperor in Episode 9. I think that that is, like, such a cool... I thought it was a great way to handle him personally. But I really do love, also, that we're going to get maybe some backstory on, like, the fact that the Emperor's been talking to Kylo through Snoke as well. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just... And maybe this all has something to do with, as well, like, the bond, like the link between Kylo and Rey. Like, what is that all about, you know? That was the and best like, stuff of that movie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So good. Especially when he was shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> So, Sorry. yeah, I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the memes for that were great. I know. <laughs> I, I'm also really excited on the more fun side with this movie. I'm pumped to see our gang together. Yes. Because we really haven't. It's odd to think about how <laughs> uh, Ray and Poe have, like, spent zero time together. <laughs> they met at the end of episode eight, I think. Which is, like... <laughs> So weird. 
Yeah, they got on the ship and they're like, Ray, Poe. I was like, are you kidding me? Wait, what? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that could have been handled a little better. Yeah. I can't believe they're just now meeting. Right. Uh, yeah, so like to me, that's something that this series could have done a little bit better. I, I don't know why that was done. <laughs> I don't know why that's that's happened. Yeah. That's so weird to me. That, yeah. Well, I mean, like... Maybe, I get it. Yeah. And I mean, like, maybe they... So, I, I'll say in defense of that, that maybe they didn't want to do, like, a carbon copy of episodes four through five, where, like, from episode four, you have Luke, Han, and Leia all together, kind of just doing these missions, you know, in a way, where it kind of yeah. flipped the script, where they're all doing things separately, because in the end of the trilogy or whatever... Han, Han and Leia were doing their own thing, and Luke yeah. was kind of doing his own thing in a way. You know what I mean? Like they were, they had their own missions, especially in Empire. Like Luke was off doing his own Jedi stuff, you know. Um, yeah, but they still spent time together, even in that one. Yeah, they did. But I'm just saying that, like, I feel like with this, with this one, they were more so having these people have their own sort of character stories mm-hmm. in a way, and then bringing them all together. It's the Marvel. Um, <laughs> structure in a way um maybe maybe not quite as you know thought through but i'm just saying definitely I, not <laughs> i'm just saying like i mean yeah they're not getting their own movies but um but like i think that it did i don't think it needed like i don't think they needed to all be together but i do feel i do have a feeling that once we see them all together more in this one that i am going to probably wish that they were together more throughout the series because i love ray and finn together yeah. and i love poe and finn together uh-huh i can only imagine i'm going to love the whole gang together and right i i do and i think part of this i don't know if i'd have a problem with it mm-hmm. if i didn't have a problem with poe's story and finn's story in yeah. episode eight, which I did, yeah, I had problems with both of those, uh, and so that's probably more what it is. Is because not only were they all apart, I don't like what their characters arcs have been through the middle of this trilogy, and mm-hmm. so I think that's why it's just like, man, I wish I I was so excited for Finn's character at the end of episode seven, mm-hmm. and then episode eight. Gosh, I hated his his story. I thought it was so pointless, and I I thought you could pluck that story out of the movie, and it wouldn't have made a difference. Mm-hmm. And that sucks because I love Poe. Mm. I, I, love, I love John Boyega, and mm-hmm. I love the energy he gives to Poe, and I love what he and Ray were doing in Episode 7. And so I just I, – I thought that that whole thing and then that forced kiss at the end with Rose – Mm-hmm. I, I that's my opinion. It was it was weird. I didn't like any of that, and so and then I also have issues with Poe's story. But I just thought I think I probably wouldn't have this opinion of the state of their characters had I actually liked their arc previously. Right. Yeah. Well, I think I think what makes the Return of the Jedi work so well is that those three characters have had the first two movies of the trilogy mm-hmm. together. And they've all fleshed out their characters so well. Mm-hmm. All their stories were so good. And then Return of the Jedi, Luke's going to do his thing. Uh, Han and Leia are on are on uh, Endor, the forest moon of Endor. And then, 
you know, mm-hmm. all, they're all kind of Lando is in another place, is in space. <laughs> yeah. And like, they're all doing their own thing. And so they were able to do that because they built up the characters so well. I don't feel like they've done that with this. So I'm curious to see what they're going to be like in this movie. Yeah. But regardless of how I feel about their stories in episode eight, I am so excited. Like every, every trailer I see with those characters just like together on an adventure, like an Indiana Jones type adventure, every trailer I see, it has them all together. And I'm so pumped for that. I just think that, they need to be together at least for one of these movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm going because I'm a Last Jedi apologist. I'm going to um, kind of push back on some of the story beats you're talking about. Of course. Okay. So I think that they could not come together and actually be a good team in this movie if Finn and Poe did not go through what they went through in Last Jedi. I think that in their singular stories, what they both went through was trying to do it on their own and failing miserably because they Finn went off like against orders, against the, you know, wishes of the Republic to what? Be a hero. And the whole purpose like uh, like the whole sort of theory like like thesis of that movie, maybe aside from Rey and Kylo's story, but they're you know the Jedi have always kind of had their own side story going on, while the re- like the rebellion or whatever has sure. had their stuff going on, and so I think that with Poe and with Finn, you're getting you're seeing why, which it is all summed up in Rose's line where where she was saying like like this is how we win, and this is also said throughout a lot of the animated series as well, actually. In, like, Clone Wars and Rebels. At least, I've heard it a lot in Rebels. I don't know about Clone Wars, actually. Don't quote me on that. Um, (laughs) But, like, the whole, like, we fight by saving what we love. Not by, like, just being, just trying to be a hero. And just trying to, you know, do, like, take things in their own hands like that. Like, we do it by saving what we love. And, like, like, staying together and preserving the resistance, you know? And so... I think that, yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I'll go ahead and say, because I can see your face a little bit when I'm talking about that scene, I don't think that they should have kissed right there. I, I think that was stupid, and um, I personally am okay with the fact that well, she... was not set up at all. They didn't set up a romance between them. I Yeah, I didn't think so really yeah. either. I thought they were just really good friends. Yeah. So, anyways, but that's a whole different thing. I will say that, yeah. Um, which, by the way, is in no part something against um kelly marie tran no she was great yeah i I thought she was great in her role and i just think that maybe she shouldn't have been a like i i didn't think she was a romantic interest for finn i thought that they were just they they were friends same here and when they kissed i was like wait what (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i will say that's my one complaint about that storyline personally but that i think that finn learned his lesson because everything that finn did in the entire movie um was for nothing. And some people are angry about that, which is understandable, but for me I'm like that proves the whole point of the movie. Like the fact that the main this main character failed in the end and everything he did was pointless is the whole purpose of that thesis of the movie and it's what Poe was learning through Captain Holdo of like like we we win by saving what we love, not by, you know, just 
trying to be a hero or whatever. Now, yeah. Holdo did have a hero moment in, you know, the whole <laughs> light speed through the ship thing. One of the most beautiful moments of cinema that I've ever seen. Yes. Literally gasps in our theater. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like the whole theater. Yeah. <gasps> it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I think that it was more so her showing like there are moments for it. Yeah. But I but I'm in charge so I can make that decision as well. Yeah. Um I so, agree anyways, with that. Yeah. I, I I like what you said. That's a cool perspective. And I'm gonna have to really think about that some more. Yeah. Cause I do but, get it, because it's not what you usually see in a movie. So yeah, it, it kinda puts a bad taste in your mouth to think like this character, everything they did was for nothing. Yeah, and I think the main part the main reason it leaves a bad taste in my mouth was because Finn in the first movie was so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. He was so much fun, and he had a great back and forth with Ray, mm-hmm. and and I thought his character had a lot of purpose. And so for him to go and have this storyline that went nowhere, mm-hmm. it in this movie it made him less interesting of a character. And so for me going into this final movie of the trilogy, I'm like, what are they going to do with him? Yeah. And then for me also the Haldo thing. I'm with you. I like the lessons that Poe learned because mm-hmm. I think it showed in the end of the, in the end of the movie the, the lessons that he had learned. Right. I I liked his journey. Mm-hmm. I didn't like how they got there because I felt like there was just a lot of Haldo not, not cluing him in on a plan, mm-hmm. and there was no reason why she shouldn't have just told him what was going on. Mm-hmm. I've tried to think about it. Like, uh, for a long time, like, there has to be a reason why she's not telling him. What's the reason here? Is it to teach him a lesson? I don't know. But, like, to me, there was so much that happened that could have been avoided had she just communicated a plan to her team. And I thought... And isn't that all movies, though? No. I think it is. I think that's everything we watch on TV. Every, like, all, like, beats... Most beats of drama on TV... There are some exceptions, obviously, but I'm just saying, like, most beats in drama on TV are caused from miscommunications or things that could have been solved in a simple conversation. I think that there are sometimes... I think that there are things like that in movies that are done well, but I think that there are things that are, like... One of my pet peeves in movies is when movies are TV, and... You're right, it does happen a lot, but there are times where it happens in good ways, like misunderstandings and miscommunications happen in a natural way, and then there are some times like this where it's like, man, like, literally, there was so much of this that wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. if she had just said the plan. Like, yeah, it, it's like the only reason she didn't is because Ryan Johnson wanted to tell this story. Right. (laughs) For me, it felt like kind of a, it felt like kind of a not well written storyline for me. That's how it came off for me. And so, so how would you? I just, I'm. This is just more of a question. So how would you compare something like that with, say, talking about like Harry Potter, Order of the Phoenix, the whole semester? Um, ga- uh, sorry, <laughs> Gandalf. No, 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 no. <laughs> Dumbledore. I know the. I know the difference, guys. Um, <laughs> you almost said it. <laughs> Dumbledore in the whole movie is ignoring Harry. Harry's going through like the worst time in his life, and Dumbledore's ignoring him because he thinks it's what's best for him. When in the end, he actually admits to his wrongdoings and stuff. But like, so in the 
in the, like maybe comparing these two things where like a leadership figure thinks he's doing what is best and he's kind of even making you mad as a viewer you're like just talk to him why are you ignoring him and stuff yeah. like how would you say like those two kind of compare and like why do you think maybe it works even better i don't know actually i don't know how you like if you like that movie that much but order of the phoenix is my favorite harry potter it's mine and so as well. yeah it's my so like as well. why does that work better for you maybe than this one and it's not me trying to catch you in a gotcha i'm legitimately curious it i I I'm, let me try to think about this for a second. Yeah. Because I've never thought about the difference here. It's a good question. I think for me, it did annoy me. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. I guess there are sometimes, and it's hard to explain, but there are sometimes you're watching something and it annoys you. Mm-hmm. But that's because it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And because it's part of, like. It doesn't take you out of the movie. Mm-hmm. It it's not like, man, why didn't why didn't they just write him to to tell Harry mm-hmm. to talk to Harry? Why didn't they just write him to do that? It was more like, man, I wish Dumbledore would just talk to Harry. Why isn't he talking to Harry? Yeah, but for whatever reason, in the Last Jedi, it didn't come across like, man, I wish Haldo would just talk to. Poe. I think like, I have the answer. It was like, I wish Ryan Johnson would have written yeah. her to talk to Poe. <laughs> and I think I have the answer. Okay. I think. What is it? So, sorry. The answer. No, this is what I'm thinking. So, the reason for me. So, as you're talking about this, I would agree with you. I remember thinking, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, why don't they just talk to each other and have like a good conversation or whatever? Yeah. Um, we got four movies to give. Dumbledore the benefit of the doubt. Yes, and we didn't have the benefit of the doubt with Haldo. <laughs> exactly. We, it was the first time we had seen her. Yeah. And so, like, we don't have this kind of built trust with this character. You know who they should... You know what they should have done? I kicked the mic. <laughs> you know what they should have done? What? And I have thought... I thought about this a long time ago. Either that or someone said it, and I was like, yes. That whole thing, that should have been Akbar. Akbar mm. should have taken control. And Akbar should have been the one to die heroically. If Akbar would have done everything that Haldo did, mm-hmm. I would have probably accepted it better. Because, because you have a little bit of rapport with yeah, that character. Because, yeah, because because Akbar he has extensive stories in like Clone Wars and stuff like that, but he also has extensive stories in mm-hmm. uh, like I we know him from Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and he was like, you know, we have it's a trap, and we have the, all these fond memories, and he's. He is a he's a hero. Mm-hmm. We love Akbar, and so to have those feelings already, and then he's already on the ship. Yeah, he's there. He's there. Yeah. So it's like he should have that he the way he died in mm-hmm. that movie was terrible. Yeah, I don't make a big deal of it, but if he would have been Haldo right. instead, that would have fixed that fixed that whole thing. Yeah. That would have fixed that entire thing for me. I would, I would agree that it would have for sure made it better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. that was a long tangent, but what were we even talking about to get to get us here? We were talking about how <laughs> we were talking about how in uh, Rise of Skywalker we're gonna have all the characters together. Yeah, and we're yeah, talking yeah. about why maybe like like why have they been separate this whole time? And I yeah. was defending Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is usually how tangents happen. Hey, <laughs> I like our tangents. You know what? If you don't like them. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're going to happen from time to time. Please stay subscribed. Please remain subscribed. (laughs) Also, we are going to get better. (laughs) 
Um, so I mean, this is what this episode's about. Yeah, right? yeah. we're literally talking. I, I wanted this discussion to be about our excitement level and and all that for the Rise of Skywalker, and and also just how we view the trilogy, how mm-hmm. we view the sequel trilogy as a whole. Yeah. Which, by the way, I would I will say like you may be frustrated or something at the fact that whenever we're talk we're talking about being excited for Rise of Skywalker, and the way that we're doing that is talking more about the previous movies than talking about what like and theorizing what we've seen in the trailers and stuff like that, and like, but honestly, that's kind of how I prefer to look at things, and I think that Michael's with me on this. Where like it's fun to speculate and stuff. But I think it's also really fun to look at what we've already been given and be like, what do, like according to this material, yeah. like what should we maybe be expecting and stuff, and tying a few things from what we've seen in the trailers yeah. into it. But I think like if we set up all these crazy expectations for what we're gonna go into Rise of Skywalker with, we're yep. just gonna be let down no matter how good it is. That's what I was gonna go into next is expectations because I do feel like as fans of huge franchises you know we got the marvel stuff we got the mcu mm-hmm. you you know there's like i don't know i'm trying to think of other big franchises james bond like harry potter harry potter <laughs> lord of the rings there and then there's star wars mm-hmm. as fans of that type of a film we we are encouraged even to theorize and to speculate and to see what like we build up these ideas in our heads and I have found the more people I talk to that build up those theories in their heads, those are the ones that hate what they actually get the most. Plus Jedi. <laughs> yep. And I mean that's I, – I do feel like there is a healthy amount of that and that's fun. Yeah. And in fact, I think you were saying you had some thoughts that you would want to share on the podcast or do you not? Um, no. Okay. Then don't. Um, <laughs> but like, I know, I know some people love to do that stuff, and I think that's great if you want to do that. But the problem is when you when you build up those expectations and when you build up that story in your head, mm-hmm. you start to get attached to it, and then you start to like, um, you start to hope that's what you get. Like you're gonna get some crazy lightsaber duel with Luke with Luke Skywalker. And, and and like when with <laughs> Force Ghost, Luke Skywalker and Anakin and Yoda and Qui Gon are all gonna and, and Obi Wan are all gonna come back and face uh, and face the Emperor, and, and then Darth Maul, and then Darth Maul's gonna show up with the Emperor, and Again. it's gonna be so cool. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> and and so like there's these crazy theories out there, and then when it doesn't happen, you're let down. Mm-hmm. And so like for me, I would just say let's temper our expectations as far as like what we think are going to happen and think about it more like <laughs> it, okay could that happen <laughs> sure but would that make sense yeah <laughs> like it think about the trilogy we have right now think of the two <clears throat> movies we have right now would that actually make sense yeah what has disney done in the past to prove to you that they're going to bring in Darth Bane for this next movie. What <laughs> what has Disney proven? Wow. What has Disney done in the past with their canon stuff and with the last two movies to make us think that they are going to bring in Darth Revan for this next movie? Like, oh my gosh. Like, I mean, th- there's just like, yeah. I don't know if, if those even match up timeline-wise. No, Probably but not. But those are kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> So like, I know there's a there's some people that just have all these like, 
these awesome characters from the EU and, yeah. and the games and stuff like that. And then they're like, what if that's this? And what if that? And then it's like, oh, that's not what we got. Yeah. And and then they're disappointed. And yeah. so to me, it's like, think about what Disney has proven in the mm-hmm. past. They have taken stuff mm-hmm. from the extended universe. Yeah. But they like, they take it, they cherry pick certain things. I know that Ben Solo is is like it's Jason Solo. Yeah. From the from the EU. Right. It's it's Jason Solo. Yeah. <laughs> and so but they changed his name even. Yeah. It's not even the same exact Well thing. what's funny is that Ben Solo did exist, but Oh really? He was a different character. Yeah. <laughs> okay, see? It's hilarious. It's like it's, it's like, like they cherry pick certain yeah. <laughs> things and then they change it to make it their own thing. Yeah, and that's fine. But th- that's what they've proven to do. They have not proven that they're going to bring in all of these things you love, mm-hmm. um, or, or all of these things. You have to also think like, would this be an awesome clip? Yes, this would be an awesome movie, like an awesome YouTube video, right? Almost. But would this be a good thing to bring into this movie at this yeah. time? Probably not. So like, just. I just encourage everybody, including ourselves, because I say this stuff. Me and Ben, we we we're saying all this stuff, but like I have had theories oh, and yeah. like speculation. But generally, I just like to not. I I'm really excited because I have no expectations for what's going to happen, except I expect to like it. I yeah. hope I like the movie. Yeah. I hope I love the movie. Yeah. Those are my expectations. I don't expect. Something from Palpatine. Right. I don't expect to see Hayden Christensen As come back. Goes. I I hope to. <laughs> right. I hope that honestly, seeing Hayden Christensen like as a Force ghost even in this movie for cool. just a second would make me really happy. Yeah. I would love that. But like, I'm not gonna hinge my hopes and dreams on this movie right. on that. So like, yeah. I think Any that thoughts a, on expectations? I think a perfect example of actually, like, handling this well is um, not to, like, you know, take any steam away from our own podcast, but Collider Jedi Council great podcast. does a great job with this. Their most recent episode, I believe, well, depending on when you're listening to this, but um, <laughs> one of their most recent episodes, they did, like, a um, kind of a, like, a speculating about the rise of Skywalker sort of thing, like leading up to the movie releasing. Mm -hmm. And it was not at all the one, like the kind of episode you would usually hear. Like, like it's, I think it was titled rise of Skywalker predictions, but it wasn't as much predictions. And they kind of talked about this. They're like, we like to have like fun predictions. That'd be like, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if this happened and not like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, and it was really fun. They're like, they're like, they're like, okay, so Anakin has a Force Ghost. Do you think it will happen? Like, do you want it to happen or whatever? And it's like, all right, cool. Like, yeah. Like, but it wasn't like a sort of thing of like. It's just like, wouldn't that be fun? Yes, it's it's more of that, and I think that that is like a really cool way to um, kind of handle all that. Um, yeah, that's a great that's a great podcast. Y'all should listen to. Yeah. It. Um, but like, that that's exactly how I think it. Like, it's really fun to be like, okay, so we saw the ghost from Rebels in the trailer for Rise of Skywalker. It'd be cool if we saw, you know, Hera and, like, these characters from that show. If we don't, it's fine. Cool Easter egg, we got to see the ship. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's not going to ruin the movie for me if we don't get, you know... Like, if they were in the movie, what would that even look like? Yeah. Like, 
you know, like it would have to be in. It would have to literally probably just be a little passing moment where it's like, it's like, hey, I'm Ray. It's like eh, Sabine Wren or whatever. You yeah. know, like, oh, cool. You know, yeah. Like it. It can't. They can't feasibly fit all of your favorite characters from like extended universe yeah. and cartoons and everything into one movie. No. Ish. Yeah. So just. Go into it expecting to have a good old Star Wars time. That's my encouragement yeah. to everybody. Like that's how I, that's why I enjoy most every Star Wars thing I watch. At least enjoy it. Yeah. Because like I, I I will walk away from some things and be like I didn't enjoy that as much as I enjoyed others. But like I can usually still find enjoyment, especially if I think about okay what what do I think that the director was trying to accomplish? Like yeah. everything I was saying about Rise of Skywalker earlier. Whether you agree with it or disagree, that's fine. That is me looking at it from the perspective of, like, what was the director trying to accomplish with this? Like, what was the meaning of this, you know? Yeah. And so that's a fun way for me to look at stuff. And it helps me just have more enjoyment and appreciation for it, even if it's not my favorite, yeah. you know? So. Totally. Uh, so one last one last thing. I think we need to start to wrap this up. Yeah. We've gone on for a while now. Um, okay, personally, I know we both love J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. For many different reasons. Mm-hmm. He started Lost. Um, for me, Lost is my favorite show of all time. Um, say what you will about the ending. That wasn't JJ's fault. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Someone had to say it. <laughs> right. uh, and I've heard some people like that are concerned about JJ doing like closing this out. Look at Lost. Look at what they he did with wasn't Lost. It. He didn't do it. That was Damon Lindelof <laughs> and Carlton Coos. If you want to blame someone, blame them. Um, but like... For me, I didn't even hate the ending. I was just like, well, okay. that's an interesting way to go. <laughs> yeah. I think you could have done something better, but okay. But, like, for me, it's still my favorite show of all time. Yeah. And he started it, and he built this world that we grew to love. And then also he did – he also started another one of my favorite shows, Fringe. Great at starting things. Incredible show, and that's kind of what I'm going into. <laughs> He's great at starting things. He also rebooted the Mission Impossible franchise. Yep. And he's very good at rebooting things. He did the Star Trek movies. And I, there are Star Trek fans that don't like the new ones. I freaking love the new ones. I I loved what he did with the, the first reboot movie mm-hmm. Me of too. the Star Trek. And then I also loved Into Darkness, assuming yeah. I don't know what people hated about that one. Yeah. And uh, I I even liked the last one. I know he wasn't yeah. as involved with that one. He or wasn't. Like, in, yeah. yeah. He was like an executive producer or whatever. Right. But, but I it, it was a fun movie. So That's fun. how I felt about it. Was it was so fun. <laughs> but then like, and then, yeah, so he did, he did that. He did Mission Impossible. Yeah. He did, oh my gosh, Super 8. Oh man. I, I love, love Super, Super 8. 8. Okay. So like he's, what we're, what we're saying is he has started a lot of things, <laughs> but how many things has he actually finished? Mm-hmm. Not many, if yeah. anything. And so, like, because he usually starts TV shows and then hands it off to a showrunner. Did mm-hmm. it with Fringe. Did it with Lost. Did it with – did he do it with Alias? I don't even know. I've never watched I, Alias. Yeah, so I don't want to talk about it. I, I don't, don't either. <laughs> but – so, concerns about that with JJ or are you just – are you – do you just believe in JJ? I tend to believe in JJ, but I it's a fair thing to ask. It is a fair thing to it's ask. It's a fair thing yeah. to ask. Like is can he stick this landing? I don't envy JJ at yeah. all. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I think like just before we were starting this pod, like before we started the episode, I think like I was thinking about all this like all the fans and stuff and I was, and I literally said 
man, poor JJ. <laughs> like, yeah. because, yeah, so I'm not as much concerned. I don't I don't take him being good at starting things as saying he's bad at ending things. Like, it's just more so yep. I haven't gotten to see him do that necessarily. I love the way he starts things. It's yeah. like he kind of, he kind of like creates this mystery box and he hands it to someone. They're like, oh, what's this? And he's like, you'll find out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, but like, I'm kind of excited for him to kind of have that and finally be able to be like, oh, <laughs> what do I do with this? Like, what's um, all, what, what is all this lens flare? What's all this? <laughs> what are all these answers? <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that, um, it, this is one thing I don't, because it's JJ, I definitely don't think we're going to get all of our questions answered, but that's why I'm excited because I don't want all my questions answered. I don't want star Wars is supposed to be living and breathing. And if we get all of the answers that we're looking for, I don't feel like it stays alive. It depends on which ones. Yes. So like some there's a great example of this for me i know some people weren't fans of this but i I think it's pretty widely loved Mm -hmm. as an ending to a movie inception yeah okay so like the spinning top yeah um it was like wait was it faltering is it still spinning like oh my gosh was he was was that in his dream oh like (laughs) And that's how the movie ended, and nobody knew for sure yeah. one way or another. You could have your speculation, but I thought that was brilliant. Like, Me too. I you could it. view it. Okay, the cynical side will be like, okay, isn't that a cop out for someone who couldn't like figure out an ending? No. No, you could say that, but I like to view it as I like to have the speculation, and I, even though I didn't love the ending of Lost, I like having. I like getting to talk about it and be like, okay, that's how you saw it. This is how I saw it. I don't think that they were all dead the whole time. Yeah. That's not how it was. And so like, blah, 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 blah. And so like, <laughs> um, lost finale discussion. <laughs> I hate when people say, I don't want to watch that show. They were dead the whole time. I already heard about it. <laughs> I'm like, Oh no. Who are you talking to? That triggers me so much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my girlfriend said that. <laughs> Like when we first started dating. Oh yeah, I, I was like, told me that. "Babe, this is our first fight." <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna have you watch some episodes and just just give it a chance. It's okay if you don't like it. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to love it, but anyways, yeah, give it a chance. Just give it a chance." Okay, so any last thoughts on expectations or JJ? We love yeah. JJ and we believe in you, JJ. Yeah, personally. Yeah, in, in JJ. And Godspeed, JJ. Yes, Good seriously. luck to you. Good luck. My friend. Uh, may the Force seriously be with you. And guys, if you don't like it, be nice to JJ. Please. Oh, God. <laughs> we like JJ. Don't Ryan Johnson, JJ, please. <laughs> I did. Okay, funny thing. Actually, tied to Ryan Sorry. Johnson real quick. I saw a funny tweet earlier that said, man, Knives Out is a really great movie the first time you see it. Or if, no, if you haven't already seen it, like, <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. I don't think he was saying it's a bad movie the next time, but he's just saying like, like you see it the the next time and you're kind of like, yeah, I know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> it's I a mean, murder mystery, dude, so you're like, I was right. gonna say you could say that about a lot of movies, every I know. mystery movie, but the whole the whole thing that that movie is doing is like. You know, trying yeah. to get you along with the mystery. So I just thought that was a funny way to word it. They're like, man, it's a great movie when you haven't already seen it. Yeah. Like, 
That's funny. <laughs> That's true. By the way, y'all, Knives Out is awesome. Oh, yeah. Seriously, go see it. Um, Don't anti-Ryan Johnson this. Just yeah. trust me. Go see it. Very fun. Oh, my gosh. It's the it's my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. And I have, se- I have now seen, as of now, Ford v. Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. And it's still it's still my favorite. And I hope Rise of Skywalker gets up there. Um, we'll yeah. see. But Knives Out, y'all go see it, please. Yeah. Okay. So, any last thoughts? This is, uh, guys, we are home stretch here. Yeah. I I cannot believe we're we will be the next podcast we do. We will have seen it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Uh, yeah we're gonna be living in a post rise of skywalker world uh, i hope it's okay <laughs> do you I think hope, there will still be trees i hope the t- <laughs> i hope the world is is livable still, still. here <laughs> i hope my home didn't burn down in the riots <laughs> oh gosh all right well guys i think that's gonna wrap us up for tonight um so yeah guys i we plan to do next week we are we're going to continue doing our Mandalorian discussions, but we are also going to release a post-Rise of Skywalker episode as mm-hmm. well. So be sure to tune in for that. We're going to release this episode before the movie comes out. Yeah. Um, and so just be on the lookout for that and be uh, for next week and everything. But um, yeah, so Ben, tell everybody where they can find us on the social medias. Well... On <laughs> what was that? Well, uh, it's my southern coming out. On Facebook, you can um, go and join our Facebook page group. Oh God! Okay, let me. <laughs> I texted Ben earlier, guys. We have a Facebook group or a Facebook page. That we didn't really think about them. And I think that's good, but we we don't have a group. And I think we need a group. We want more of a group where we can have discussions and stuff like that. And so I'm going to work on that. But for now, you can go follow our Facebook page. Yes, at facebook.com slash pointofviewpodcast. On Instagram, you can follow us at pointofviewpod. And you can also email us at povpodcast2 at gmail.com. Um, so yeah, send in your, uh, crazy star Wars things to that email. Cause that would be fun to talk about sometime. Yeah. Opinions bring on the theories. I know, I, I know what we said about theories earlier and expectations and stuff, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean they're not fun and we can definitely, yeah, it doesn't mean they're not fun to talk about. We want yeah. to like, let's read, let's read your theories out loud. See what we think of. I, I I'm good with that. So guys, seriously send this stuff to us. We want to hear from you guys. So, um, Anything else? I think that's it. All right, guys. Next time we talk to you, we will have seen The Rise of Skywalker. Yep. I hope you all have a great week, and may the force be with you. Always, especially this weekend. <laughs>